Today on Locked on Rockies, an absolutely brutal stroke of luck for Edwin Diaz and the New York Mets. Would Daniel Bard be an option for the Mets to look for in a replacement for Diaz this season? And would the Rockies consider trading Daniel Bard? We discuss that and the narrative around the World Baseball Classic and its significance today on Locked on Rockies. You are Locked on Rockies. Your daily Colorado Rockies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 16th day of March in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network where you can find your team every single day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, then you are in the right spot because that's what we do around here is talk about the Colorado Rockies each and every single day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. And uh, we are proud to be your Daily source for Colorado Rockies talk. I'm your Rockies fan extraordinaire, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. We are discussing the big news in baseball today, the injury to Edwin Diaz and possible connection to the Rockies. Saw a brief tweet and saw a brief thing about it. The uh, Rockies would now be in a position to move Daniel Bard to the Mets. That is something that uh, could be a possibility for these teams, especially when you think uh, of some of the other options for the Mets uh, might be a little bit more expensive and maybe you want a team's wanting a little bit more. Uh, But before we dive too far into that, after, after seeing some of the response some of the obvious is i mean it's it's clear that the a freak injury to a superstar player like edwin diaz sends a shock wave of emotions through you as a fan as some as people who cover the game and fans of the game baseball will be a little less fun in 2023 because edwin diaz is not playing baseball it's a massive loss. Absolutely. But after you've seen this tournament, after you've seen the turnout, the fans, the engagement, the excitement, and feedback from players, to come out and call something like the World Baseball Classic meaningless is a Bush League terrible take. I'm sorry, it really is. I, I, you might, you don't have to like the World Baseball Classic. That's fine. But it is certainly far from meaningless. We have seen throughout the history of sports, every other sport, and yes, I saw some people upset that there was World Cup. It's baseball, it's not soccer. Blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. What we have seen in sports, what we have heard from athletes, what we have seen from events across Time is that representing your country in a global event is a big deal. There were players that were interviewed from the Dominican Republic team that struggled to answer the question, what is more important, the World Baseball Classic or the World Series? 
You cannot just sit there, and I understand, you can sit there and be upset, but what happened to Edwin Diaz was a complete freak. It was It was just, uh, no one did, I mean, that could have happened to him stepping out of the bed. That could have happened to him when he was pitching in the regular season. It just wasn't the World Baseball's classic's fault. It's not the environment. It's not a too quick of ramp up. He's a professional athlete. These random things happen and the Rockies are an example of it. Should we cancel spring training because Brendan Rodgers went down and blew up his shoulder trying to make a play in spring training while he's ramping up in a meaningless game that doesn't mean anything? Should we go out and, and, and absolutely desecrate the reputation of an event that has come back and is clearly shown to be a possibility to grow the game? No. You have to sometimes sit back, look back, and reflect on the fact that this is a just random event. An unfortunate, absolutely terrible awful unfortunate random thing that his he happened to suffer a major knee injury while jumping and the, it wasn't an aggressive celebration no one really yes they jumped but everyone jumps to celebrate it was a random thing and to sit there and to go out and just say that this was an absolute disaster and yes these there have been injuries especially to the Mets it can be incredibly frustrating but these things happen just be in the in every day this happened right now it's happened to the Rockies twice it's happened to the Rockies four times in spring see CJ Crone got pulled out of the lineup today what's up with CJ Crone now the Rockies suffered two season-ending injuries in the span of three days in spring training. And you're going to sit here and say because Edwin Diaz unfortunately gets hurt that the that the World Baseball Classic and it's, it is so insignificant that it doesn't mean anything that these players who clearly love playing in the World Baseball Classic and that atmosphere, What's the big deal? It, I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know. I, I, It's a total speculation. But I don't think people would be as upset if it wasn't a coastal big-time team. Would people be upset if Kyle Freeland was the one that got hurt? How upset would people be if Daniel Bard was the one that unfortunately suffered that injury? Would the World Baseball Classic still not be relevant? Would the World Baseball Classic still be a mistake? If instead of it being a superstar team, a, a, a New York player? Hmm. 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 I happen to think that's a pretty interesting question myself. It's unfortunate, and it sucks. The Edwin Diaz injury sucks. It's, I mean, and he, I mean, especially for him, I mean, this was the year of Edwin D. I mean, we got the preview. This was the full feature film that we were going to get to this year. I mean, we got a full season of it last year, but to just completely negate this, or to complete, or to just think that, and and you know, at Rock's Hot Takes, I, I think that's you know, some people say it's a reasonable thing. Why not move it to November if so concerned about injuries? But it doesn't – November, an injury – an injury can happen in – what happened to Edwin Diaz can happen in Mar, on March 15th. It can happen on April 27th. 
It can happen on September 3rd after a big game to close out Atlanta at home uh, with the division on the line. It just happens. And unfortunately, that's part of sports and it sucks. But freak crazy injuries happen. I'm talk to Rockies fans. I'm not can I'm not campaigning to cancel spring training because the Rockies lost arguably their best player in spring training this season. He dove for a ball, and unfortunately, the 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 one in a million dice roll that Brendan Rodgers, an incredible athlete, dove the right way at the right time with the right speed, landed at the right angle to do significant damage to his shoulder is random <laughs> folks and Edwin Diaz jumping up and and whatever it will you know we'll hear I'm sure coming up and maybe his cleat just slightly grazed or his buddy ran just the, the, the just a little too tough into him and caught him just the slightest bit off guard look what just happened to Kevin Durant Kevin Durant, a, a one of the greatest athletes of all uh, that we've ever seen, was doing a layup in a layup line, and came down and tweaked his ankle. They're not canceling uh, middle of the season regular season games. It's not the World Baseball Classic's fault, and to to take away from all the positive momentum that you can take away from this World Baseball Classic because the superstar unfortunately got hurt is not the right move. We can, you can, obviously, there's a plenty to be upset about. Plenty, especially as a Mets fan. But unfortunately, it's part of being in sports. It's part of doing something physical as your job the random risk of these com these completely freak injuries. And it doesn't overshadow. I mean, it, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's these players want to play. These players care so much about this event. Something that we can clearly that, that it, it's so important to them. You're going to completely negate that atmosphere at Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic last night at a baseball game in March. And completely boil it down because you're pissed that your team had a, had a freak injury. That's that's lame. It's really lame. To 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 to, 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 to question Edwin Diaz for playing in that. To question players, and then for some to go out and, and hope and wish harm on on players after because they decided to participate. For a lot of players, folks, a lot of players, and that includes some of your favorite Colorado Rockies, care more about playing for their country, representing their country, representing where they came from, representing the place they call home, than they care about representing the Colorado Rockies. And I'm okay with that. I don't think it's that crazy to sit there and think that people want to go and represent their country and represent where they come from to play amongst the best. 
And if you want to be mad at a freak injury that happened in the World Baseball Classic, then you need to be mad at every freak injury that's happening in spring training and have the same be the same nature of upset. Oh, these they ramped up too fast. It's too it got too competitive. We we used to harp on the World Baseball Classic for not being competitive enough. Now it got too competitive. You got to ramp up, and that's what spring training's for. <laughs> Come on, joke. It's it's a, an absurd take, and they're takes that get in the way of the future of this game. So I kind of wanted to start the episode like that first because I I felt a little weird titling the episode the way I did because seems th- it, it this also highlights kind of the brutal nature of this industry, especially doing something like a podcast. A superstar, incredible athlete suffered an unfortunate ter- uh, injury. Who and season is most likely done. There, there is a chance that Edwin Diaz could pitch in the postseason if his health, if the surgery goes well and he heals fast and in recovery timetables. But why rush that? Let's just. It, I think it's it's safe to say Edwin Diaz will not pitch this season. And we are, you know, and I titled this podcast, "Are the Rockies going to make a move?" Because there is the business side of this too, and I can see why that makes. That 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 adds into why it's so frustrating for fans, because they know how difficult it is for to win a World Series and for things to go right, because everything has to almost everything has to go right to win a World Series, and for the Mets, it got harder. But they're also the Mets. They've also changed. They've also changed things up. They've also opened uh, opened things up and, and been more aggressive to moves. So that's why we have to talk about this. This possible deal between the Mets and the Rockies, because Daniel Bard to the Mets seems like a pretty darn good idea, especially if you're the Rockies. And we'll talk about that here coming up in segment number two uh, after we talk about some of our friends that help make this show possible. And that includes FanDuel. FanDuel is the official sports book of Locked On, and they got you covered with all your basketball betting this March. I mean, this is basketball month, basically, right? You you are gearing up for NBA playoffs. Nuggets, I mean, things are a little rough for them right now. How are they going to finish up the season? And, and plus, everything going on in the world of college basketball. Don't miss out on all the fun and all the action at FanDuel Sportsbook. Download FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook now. It's free and secure and super easy to use. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. You can bet on everything from money line, point scores, and threes drained. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Want to thank you for making Lockdown Rockies your first listen of the day. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. All you got to do is search Locked On Rockies. You'll be taken to where you need to go. You can also join us when we record our episodes live 
on the Locked On Rockies podcast YouTube channel. We got at Rocks Hot Takes here. We got a couple more live viewers joining us. If you have questions, you have comments, you want to talk Rockies live on the show, the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel is the place to be. Your subscription, your five-star reviews, you telling your buddy about the Locked On Rockies podcast is a great way to help the show, and we'll make this guy's day. So there you go. We talked in the first segment about the Edwin Diaz injury, the narrative surrounding Diaz injury in the World Baseball Classic, but uh, let's spin it around and get to the business side of things and possible moves that the Mets could make uh, to fill the spot. Obviously, the Rockies make sense here. Uh, Daniel Bard is someone that's going to go, uh, going to raise some eyebrows here, and uh, someone that could be looking looked at as a possible fill-in here. This is someone that is going to uh, uh, have a cheaper cost than a lot of these, uh, some of these other relievers. They're one of the big ones. Uh, what's, there's that guy from the, uh, um, let's see here. Uh, here it is. I found the tweet because I wanted to, wanted to make sure. Alexis Diaz from the Reds. But, you know, that's going to cost you a ton. Uh, there's a couple of other options. Uh, this is from Jim Bowden. He says uh, for possible trade targets for the Mets include David Bednar of the Pirates, Scott Barlow of the Royals, Adroyos Chapman of the Ro- uh, of the Royals, and Daniel Bard uh, is included on that list. And this is, I think, would be a good move for the Rockies, especially to maybe get a couple of picks or a couple of prospects, especially prospects, uh, pitching prospects. For Daniel Bard, I, I don't know how much you can truly get for Daniel Bard, but he's incredibly effective, and especially, uh, you know, he, he did have that unfortunate bad uh, appearance there in uh, the World Baseball Classic, but did uh, follow it up with a clean appearance in his uh, next outing here. But listen, this is a guy in Daniel Bard that will will fill in and 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 treat your team nicely. If he If he can pitch like he did last year, for the Rockies and and handle that situation. Big thing, the big concern I think some people might have with trading for Daniel Bard is the fact of his career of, you know, how he, what happened leaving the Red Sox and then going back into those big moments and in a big market and dealing with a bunch of the New York side of sports. I think being in a place like Colorado is a little bit easier to be for a player that I think needed some time to get back, get his feet under him and get reacclimated. However, Daniel Bard's now back in the league. He's he's been here. He's been pitching. The the comeback story, the comeback element of the Daniel Bard story has started to fade because he's been here a while. He's been pitching. He's been back. He's and he's shown that he has major league seasons left in him, especially uh, now. It's been three seasons since he's been he returned in the pandemic, I guess two and a half now. So he's been in the league a bit. So there's a much more, I think, uh, he understands. He's back in kind of the, the flow of what that needs to be, uh, of what it means to be to be a, a successful major league ball player. So maybe now that he's bounced back, now that he has this time underneath him, he'll be able to go into a place uh, like, New York and have a little bit more success than he did in, during his time in Boston. I mean, he did have a pretty good uh, some some success in Boston there in 2010 uh, for the team. 
The Rockies, however, on the other side, it would be the closings. That would be tough. I mean, Daniel Bard is easily the best piece in the bullpen right now. And I don't none of the acquisitions that the Rockies have made can turn uh, can turn any of them into, I think, a slam dunk closer. I don't think that's what any of their roles were meant to be, uh, you know, your suitors, your uh, your hand, and your um, uh, Denilson Lamette. However, the one interesting option, the one pitcher that could be uh, more of a closer-type role in this situation if the Rockies move on from Daniel Bard, could be Lawrence. Velocity, funky arm angle, not as much we've seen Lawrence come in in relief we've seen him in the middle of the games sometimes maybe a little bit too long from him maybe just the inning maybe just the ninth to come in and just throw straight heat throw the gas and uh and get out of there maybe that's where Lawrence can thrive maybe that's where he can really benefit and I'm curious to see if that would be where the Rockies would turn to when it comes to the closer this was this would be a prime spot for Carlos Estevez to slide into your closer role if uh, you move on from Daniel Bard. But guess what? Carlos Estevez isn't here anymore. So if you do move on from Daniel Bard, you might need to get something back to to help your bullpen or get someone ready to go to fill that bullpen spot uh, because you're going to be trading away your best bullpen piece. Maybe, again, I, I, they're, they're, they're all, they, they, they might be able to drop back there, but closers are different from levers as we know and that it, it requires a different mindset and I'm really just trying to think of someone on the Rockies right now other than Lawrence Justin Lawrence that can go in there and uh and and be a closer type for the Rockies we saw Lawrence get uh you know pit it close a little bit for Panama and pitch at the end there too so he could be someone that slides in there now the question is would the Rockies trade Daniel Bard? Let's get to that question here coming up in segment number three. Because say you want to make the trades. Say you want to have a say in the moves your team makes. I know you want to be the one that makes the move that doesn't trade away the star third baseman of your team. Well, you can do it all at Ultimate Baseball GM. We got our brand new partner here, the mobile game Ultimate Baseball GM. So, yeah, that means you can take it with you wherever you go. Because I know you out there have dreamed of running and managing your own professional baseball franchise. Ultimate Baseball GM makes that dream come true. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the coaches, the right coaches, and the right staff. You got to scout and draft players. You got to handle free agency and all the ups and downs of the regular season, the postseason, and beyond all in this challenging and realistic game world. How can you handle the pressures of being the GM and having the podcasters out there criticize your moves and talk about things? Well, you can see how you can handle it at Ultimate Baseball GM. That is the new mobile game, completely free and playable offline so you can play as you go on the go 
as you want and when you want to. Locked on Rockies listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probaseballgm.com. That's probaseballgm.com. Scan the code or look it up in the app stores. You can see the code here on the screen. That's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast, thanking you for making us your first listen of the day. Why don't you go check out the Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast after this and win your league here. Matt and Dom, they got you covered with the best fantasy draft strategies. Find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You want some more Locked On podcast recommendations? Well, guess what? We got you covered with Colorado Sports Action, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Nuggets, Locked On Buffs, all bringing you great daily podcasts there. We have been talking about the Edwin Diaz injury. We talked about the Rockies uh, possibly making a move and where the Rockies would turn to if they did trade Daniel Bard. But the big question is, would the Rockies make this move? And I do think that this will. this makes sense. This is a team that I think the Rockies might be able to get a little more of. Maybe a team that's willing to give a little bit more to the Rockies just because of the nature of the Mets, especially if Daniel Bard gets off to a good start. I don't necessarily think the Rockies try to get this deal done or do anything with this deal right away. I don't necessarily, uh, but uh, there's certainly no way that Mets, the Mets are not at least keeping a close eye on Daniel Bard and could be looking to turn to him to get him into a Mets uniform sooner rather than later so he can get more acclimated being there and be a part of their team. The one big thing, I mean, uh, again, Daniel Bard doesn't co- isn't going to cost. I don't think a a ton from the Mets. I think it's 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 going to be someone who comes with a little bit of control. So th- so if you go for Bard, if you need a little bit of an additional time, if you're the Mets, you have him until 24. You have him playing this season, and because uh, he signed that, so so you have him under control. It, it's not like he's gonna just walk, um, but uh, yeah. So they, uh, uh, he has a little bit of control, and and that works both ways again too. So you're not committed to something big time. You're not bringing on a huge contract. I think that is going to be one of the appealing parts. Uh, from the Mets' perspective, is the fact that Bard has a little bit of control, but not too much of a commitment where you need to really take on a lot, or uh, uh, you know, maybe even on their end, sa- give up too much since Bard isn't uh, under a long, long-term contract uh, like uh, some of the other options at closer for them. So, I definitely think this is a trade the Rockies will entertain. I just don't know if I fully believe the Rockies would pull the trigger on something like this. I I just don't, they haven't, they just have not demonstrated these type of traits and the compensation would be interesting. I, I, I don't necessarily think the Rockies get a lot of major league stuff back. I don't think the Rockies get anything outside of hopefully maybe like one or one prospect and a pick. Uh, Daniel Bard can get you a couple of things. And uh, but for the Rockies, is that worth more than the tough situation you put yourself in without a good closer in your bullpen? Skin, this is a Rockies team that believes they're competitive. And that plays a big factor into it. 
So would the Rockies consider this trade? I think that they absolutely would. Will they make the trade? Not right away. I don't think they would. And in classic Rockies fashion, they might wait too long to try to make the trade. But I don't think Daniel Bard would be trade, will be traded before the start of the season. Now, the Mets have shown, uh, from the front office side, have shown to be an aggressive franchise, especially of late. So it could be very likely that the that the phone calls are already coming in and discussions could already be happening depending on how aggressive the Mets want to be. We wish nothing but the best to Edwin Diaz, though, uh, in his recovery, just like we wish nothing but the best for any player that gets injured at any point. Always tough, and it's always tough to kind of go into that uh the, the business side and replacing and uh, discussing rosters and, and replacing players because it makes them uh, seem more uh, uh, more replaceable than they really are. And, folks, it doesn't matter if the Rockies make this move or not. There is no replacing Edwin Diaz. They just have to find the best option they can uh, while they have this contention window open. And it could be Daniel Bart. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you Rockies Talk Monday through Friday right here on the Locked on Rockies podcast and the Locked on Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If you subscribe to the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel, well, that just helps the show a tremendous amount, folks. You're helping us grow, helping us get more eyeballs, and you can be part of the live chat and ask your questions. Have you speak your mind about the Colorado Rockies here, and we'll talk about it on the show. Trying to get that 500, those 500 subscribers by the start of the season, by opening day. It's our push to 500 push. Here, So help us get to that goal. And folks, go check out all the great other podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network, including the Locked On Rockies, Locked On, hey, yeah, of course, us, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Nuggets, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Buffs, Locked On everybody. <laughs> Basically, that's what we do with the Locked On Podcast Network. Folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.